0: Hello and welcome to the Trials and Triumph Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Williams, and we're here to talk about faith, relationships, and how to live a more fulfilling life. So a little bit of a flashback to 1999, and my dad's job had just transferred him to a new small town in South Georgia, Fitzgerald, where at the peak of my middle school career, uh, the summer before my 8th grade year, which I later will have jokingly referred back to as my first year of 8th grade... um, we ended up moving, and so coming along with this move was leaving behind old friends' memories, bringing in the new friends, uh, breaking in new places, and, and learning the who's who and the what's what all around me, and and so a lot of awkwardness, especially at 13, 14 years old, and, and you're... you're you're still kind of trying to figure yourself out, and so to couple that with moving, uprooting from somewhere that you've been pretty much your entire life that you can remember, and and it was just, it was a calm chaos, because deep down inside of me, I was tormented with excitement and fear all at the same time, and and I just... I didn't know what to expect. I was very hopeful that I would be able to replicate the amazing ten or so years that I spent in my previous hometown that that everything was gonna kinda go off without a hitch and and you just get hopeful. It's it's what you do. And I spent so much time during that first year in Fitzgerald in, in my eighth grade year, trying so hard to make friends and figure out who I was going to get along with and who I wanted to get along with, who the cutest girls were that I actually had a chance with, and, you know, who, who was out there that I needed to kind of watch my back with, and, and, you know, don't cross that guy, or don't cross that girl, or, whoever. And, and so I spent so much of my effort and time and energy on all of those things that before I knew at the end of the year had come and I had not made enough passing grades to pass the eighth grade. And so looking back on this time, I just realized now that I wanted so bad to keep up with and move on to high school with the friends that I did make at that during that time. But I was not allowing my actions to match my attitudes or my desires for that matter. And so what it really boils down to is that it really came down to to just Attitude without action, basically, it's kind of the the title of this episode. It it's been a focus for me now as well, in in a much greater capacity, where I personally see that I've been doing a lot of action steps to be better at at certain things and to live a better life and to be a better person, a better husband, a better father, friend brother, son, you name it, and, you know, I have all of these tangible action items that I can check off that I know how to do and that I try to do all the time, but my attitude's never really been there. Not that I've really had a bad attitude, more so that I just, I didn't work as hard to match my attitude with the actions that were being output. And the current day realization of this fact actually came to me from a devotional reading that I had recently. It was from uh, the book of First Thessalonians chapter five verse seventeen and it 's simply i mean you can 't really get any simpler than this but it's it's pray without ceasing pray continually and it's been so hard for me in a couple of relationships that i've recently formed with a couple of people where we've really gone deep and wide in in our discussions about life and who we are and how to get to where God wants us to be and 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 I've been asked the question by both of these people a couple of times at least and the embarrassing answer that I have to give them is that honestly I haven't really been praying at all. And, and I, I justify it every day because I, I think to myself, I need to pray more. And I think to myself, you know, I need to have a better conversation life with God. And, and, and I write it off because I'm like, well, you know, I, I, oh man, I, I wish, I really hope, I pray that I do this Do this thing right, or I do this well, or I I, this goes smoothly, or whatever. I hope it I hope it all works out. And and I kind of write that off as a prayer. And and what I've really done by getting into that habit is really kind of written off the substance, the deep, rich substance that can come from a genuine prayer life where you're actually intentional and you actually, you know, whether or not you're down on your knees and, you know, eyes closed, locked in a closet, whatever you want to do or not, but when you're genuinely, continually, without ceasing, nonstop, ongoing conversation with God, what your life could be like and what what God can do in and through you if... You just take the time to pray continuously, to pray without ceasing. And going along with praying without ceasing, praying continuously, uh, the analogy that I heard recently from our pastor, Andy Stanley, he actually said that his father, Charles Stanley, had an analogy that his father gave him, if I'm not mistaken, that it just resonated so much with me and it and it, it comes a, a, around full circle to this idea of praying continuously because it's all about faith. It's all about having faith and trust that God is going to do what He says He's going to do and or you need to do based on what you understand in the Bible and your scripture readings is right what God is calling you to do. You need to go do it full heartedly and and the story that Charles Stanley has given was that his grandfather always told him, he said, if God tells you to run your head through a brick wall, you simply take off running and pray that he makes a hole. And as, it's it's funny to me. I mean, and I can see some of you, you know, thinking in your head, like, really, that's not that funny. But to me it's a humorous reminder of it doesn't matter what's going on in our lives but that we have faith that God is going to come through in the way that he deems necessary and that he is going to take care of us as long as we spend our time devoted to communicating with him praying to him and and having those conversations where we focus on what's good what's pure what's what's praiseworthy and honoring in him and and it all relates to you know how we spend our money how we spend our time and so on and so forth uh you hear all the time in 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 uh eulogies at funerals, you know, we we come into this life with nothing and we leave with nothing. There's never a U-Haul trailer behind a hearse. You know, you can collect all the stuff in the world you want, but when you die, somebody else is getting that stuff. And you know, we get to choose the pursuit of what we spend our time and money on while we're here. And all of that is is just legacy. What kind of legacy do you want to live, Andy Stanley? has done a remarkable job of of phrasing this so perfectly and and it's it's more you have to think of it as you know at the end of your life what story do you want to tell tell what story do you want to tell? And the the question is if we invest in ourselves by reading books that challenge us or watching programs that build life-giving lessons into our minds instead of spending that time pursuing the next best mindless show or trashy book or the the next funniest you know it's inappropriate meme on Instagram and I'm just as guilty. I mean, it's hard not to laugh your head off at, at some of the most inappropriate things you can find. But it's all comes back to what do we spend our time on And how are we allowing that investment in our time and in our money and in our attention to reflect our attitude of prayer and to reflect our attitude of action in our lives that is such that we go in the direction that God wants us to go. We can't expect to move past the circumstances in life that have us stuck if we're filled with worry and stress. And we also can't draw closer to God if we're spending all of our time focusing on the things that only God can fix, which for me personally, and I've said this before on the podcast and on the blog, that there has apparently just been so much of me exerted out towards this desire to control and to take the rein on the things in my life that have ultimately become the things that have held me down and torn me down, and, and, and I'm sure that there is something similar in you where, you know, we all have the tendency to think that, oh, well, this is just something that I have to deal with, or, oh, this is just something that, you know, it's just a part of life, and, and, you know, everybody goes through it at some point in some form or fashion, and I say all of that to say that I know personally you know, I'm willing to bet that you and I have more in common than we realize that I am very very easily distracted. And if I ever set out to accomplish anything worthwhile in life or even as mundane and, and redundant as doing laundry, that my attitude and my actions have to be in check. They have to be synchronized so that I have the the best chance of success. Sure, we can check something off of our list with a bad attitude, but we can also miss out on what God has in store for us. Or a great opportunity that has come up, if if all we have is a positive attitude or good intentions, but no fire in our gut to actually make that thing happen, then we're not really accomplishing anything. We're not really living up to what God has has built into us to be as followers. So to kind of close this episode out and and bring this full circle, I want to kind of go back to that verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, where it says to pray without ceasing, to pray continuously, to never stop that conversation, have an ongoing conversation with God. But... Remember that you have to start running head first towards that brick wall while you pray. I have to start running towards that brick wall. You know, we it's, it's something that we just have to do. And a positive or well-intentioned attitude without any action is fine if you're okay with staying in the same place your whole life. And whatever God has planned for you and I in our lifetime we're never going to discover that unless we blow past our fears if we if we can just dismiss the people who are saying that we can't do it or those people that are questioning our decisions, questioning our motives, calling us out to try to tear us down which the world does. It's it's just part of it's part of society that you know if if, if you're succeeding then that means you're doing better than me. If I'm not succeeding, then I'm not good enough. And, and we have all of these these mental blocks that culture, society, social media, it's all kind of inundated our our thinking in such a way that you really have to fight with every ounce of strength in your body to fight against those thoughts or to fight against those naysayers and to have a chance at rising above it and succeeding in in whatever it is that you're setting out to do and and so again, you know, whatever God is calling us to do in our life, whatever our purposes that that he designed us for we have to push aside all of that negativity and all of that that hard-to-manage, hard-to-deal-with stuff that the world throws at us, and we've got to take action against it, and we've got to take action in such a way that we have God at the forefront. And when we do that, we will begin to see... The true, the true desires of our heart come to fruition and, and to see the, the things that God wants so badly for us to experience in this life actually happen. So again, I just want to thank you all for listening to the Trials and Triumph podcast. I've had a blast doing this so far, and I am really looking forward to where this is going to go and where God is going to take this. And and I hope that something on today's episode has has spoken to you in such a way that motivates you to make some positive change in your life, to have better relationships, to grow closer to God and live a more fulfilled life. I just want to say thank you to Robbie who left the first review on iTunes. I think that's amazing and and to be able to see that somebody actually got something positive out of it and and enjoyed it and and thought enough to leave the review for others who you know, like me, I'm skeptical to listen to a podcast. I I kind of have to look at the reviews. I kind of have to know, like, is is there even a chance that this is worth listening to? And and the people that actually leave the reviews and write those thoughts out to share with others what they think about it, it helps so much. And so, if you are enjoying this show and and would like to help me get more listeners and help to get this podcast in front of more people. Those ratings and reviews that you put out there on Anchor.fm or iTunes or Overcast are one of the most helpful ways to do that. So if you just go to the show notes for this episode on my blog, you'll see a link where you can leave a review or just look for it in the podcast player where you're using to listen right now. I really appreciate all of your support and I'm looking forward to episode 5 of Trials and Triumph. So with all of that said, I hope you all have a great weekend. Thank you for listening and take care.